Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, and Amen, we thank, and Amen, we continue forward forever. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nibin Menkares, and this is American Republic Radio on Mentelect Channel tonight. Uh, And tonight on American Republic uh, Sundays, we're going to be discussing the original Americanic bronze men. Who are the original Americanic bronze men? Very simple. The original Americanic bronze men. Americanic, right? Now, how you you so-called black Muslims talking about the Asiatic black man, uh, uh, Afro, 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 centric or whatever the hell y'all call it, black man, Afro, Asiatic black man, all that. Well, we here to dispel and debunk all that Afro, Asiatic, African, Asian nonsense, and we're gonna be as transparent as possible. We are the original Americanic bronze men who are falsely being called black men today, American blacks, the original Americanic bronze men. This is why for the longest time, like I said, before the beast even started pushing that lie that we came from Africa, like I said, before they were just calling us the American Negro, the American Negro, the American Negro. Before they was talking about any African anything, they was calling us the American Negro, okay? And they call us the American Negro because, like I said, they knew we didn't know what our identity was. Our identity was taken from us. Our identity was stolen from us. We are the biggest victims of identity theft. We. Y'all can share this cast. I want everybody to share this. I want everybody to see this. Because we were at the African Street Festival today. And um, I, I will say this, even though our people are mentally dead, it, it it is it's it's more pleasant to be around them when they're in a good mindset. They're making money. They're being festive. It's a really good mindset. Even though they slow mentally, they still was on this talking this African crap. You know, I had to bring out one of the signs and whatnot, the uh, copper colored racist sign. I had to bring that out and just let it be shown. And a lot of people was looking at it, and you know, I'm, I brought it out to spark thought, like you know, like I always do, to see you know if there was anyone awake, you know. And there was maybe a few people that stopped over, was awake and whatnot. And, um, you know, I didn't really get into it, but we're going to see them all. You know, because like I said, our people have to wake up to who they really are. You see, there will be no ascension for our people until they wake up to the reality of who they are. They want to be African so bad. They want to be from Africa so bad because the white man said it. And, again, they're afraid. They are afraid to uh, – um, they're afraid to – uh, um, challenge the white man in any way, shape, or form. They're afraid to. They're afraid to challenge the white man in any way, or form, any way, shape, or form as to their origins. And here it is. How are you going to sit up here and let somebody else tell you about your origins? How are you going to sit up here and let somebody else come with a theory and tell you about your damn origins? Make that make sense to me. You know, how are you going to let somebody come, some white boy come, Charles Darwin, a bunch of other white boys came from behind him and start talking, everybody just came from Africa. And that's based on what? That's been all oh, the oldest bones and the bones and this one, that one. Like I said, you didn't check the entire planet. If you ain't checked every single inch of the earth, then you can't say where the oldest bones of any place is from. You can't say that where any old bones are from if you ain't checked every inch of the damn planet. And like I said before, all the ancient civilizations, the real civilizations are on this side here in America. Okay. But they always want to cut you out of the, the civilization as being the civilization builders. They always want to cut you out of that. They, they job is to keep you down. See, because they can't keep you down. They can't keep you down 
if you know who you are. They can't keep you down if you know who you are. Okay? They can't keep you down if you know who you are. You see, it's hard to make somebody submissive and subjective when you when they know who they are, when they know that they are supreme people. Black people claim they're so supreme and they're so, so much uh, um, on a higher level than the beast. But here it is. I told you black people don't really believe that. Black people don't really believe they're on a higher level than the beast. They don't see what the beast sees. They don't see what he sees. He sees and knows our people are supreme, so he has to go extra hard to make you think or tell our people, oh, you niggas ain't nothing. Y'all not even American. This is this ain't even your country. Claim your heritage. Claim your American Indian culture. He wanted to claim everything and tell you just was a, you come from damn Africa and was swinging in damn trees in the damn jungle somewhere. You see, this is what he wanted to tell you. But yet he can't explain to you how you built up most of this society and whatnot, how you built and maintained the damn slave system that created an economy for this system, how you brought all these inventions. Like I said, there's a lot of things they, in the math, all that don't add up. So like I said, they're telling lies, man. They're telling lies because I told you the white man, he, he, he started off knowing who the indigenous Americans are. And like I said, he already got it written down. It's already in his books. He already told the truth when he first came here. Then all of a sudden, as time went on, they started wanting to push this eugenics bullshit, you know what I mean, about the white man being superior, the white race being superior. He pushing the damn, he pushing some damn uh, science about a bunch of recessive genetic people being racially superior. Are you kidding me? He pushing some damn, he pushing some damn belief about a, about a bunch of people who are genetically inferior. He's trying to push them as supreme. A bunch of pale, pasty face ass. Uh, 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 humans with dog hair, when you slap the shadow of them, they face cut up like a damn piece of paper. By slapping them, they face, they're, they're supposed to be the supreme super race. This is the supreme super race, right? They had to create this nonsense about the so-called white man being some god over you. And like I said, it's why he was pushing the whole god thing over you. Because a lot of y'all was up here thinking, oh, he coming and he's teaching us about god. And Jesus, no, he was coming to teach you about him being supreme over you. This was his way of creating a supremacy over you. This was his way of creating a supremacy in your mind over you. That was about. That was about him creating a supremacy over you. That's all he was doing was placing himself as God in your mind. That's it. He didn't give a damn about teaching you about no religion, no anything, or making you a better person. It was all about creating a worship to him, creating an altar to him. You were basically, in, in Christianity, you were creating an altar to the beast to worship, put him up on a pedestal. That's why he got you looking up to some damn god in the sky, man, and don't even explain what the hell that is. But like I said, it was all done to get you out of your American culture, to get you out of your American heritage, to sever you from your Americanic bloodline and whatnot here. They want you to think our bloodline started in Africa and that we came from apes and monkeys and all kind of other nonsense. Foolishness. And you can already see who look more like the apes and monkeys. You you can already see that. You see. You really have to ask yourself why would a bunch of people a bunch of people who are obviously supreme. You are obviously supreme in your genetic material. You obviously supreme in your in your in your genetics and your mental your mental um your mindset 
and your soul, you're obviously a supreme people. Why the hell did you placate to the beast? Reason being is because he put that God and Jesus nonsense in your in your mind. He embedded that God and Jesus nonsense and got you putting him up on the altar. And when you put him up on the altar, you hand over everything to him. You see, you hand over your you hand over your identity to him. You hand over your land to him. You hand over whatever he tell you to do because again he's installed that in you. You even hand over your true American heritage to him. Here we don't lost the whole heritage of our people, our Olmec, Aztec, Inca, and Mayan ancestors. We lost the whole heritage of our people because we sitting up here trying to chase some damn African dream, some damn pan-African dream. I was out there, like I said, the African Street Festival, and it just looked really sad and ridiculous to see these people still playing dress up in their damn Kentacloth costumes, being ignorant as hell and not having no true knowledge of who they are. And like I said, this is why black people are in the position they're in. Because, again, you can't truly be who you are when you don't know who you are. You can't truly be who you are, which is supreme, when you don't know who you are. Like I said, it would hit a lot different, as they say, if our people know they were the real Americans and this is their land. And that these European invaders are on their land. It would hit a whole lot different. When are our people going to start being American by blood? People are going to start being American by blood. You see, because our blood sure was shed here in this society. Whenever our people are going to start being American by blood, our blood is in this land. Our blood, our sweat, our tears are in this land from the beginning, from day one, before anybody came here. Before anybody came here, we was the ones breaking the damn horses and whatnot in Mesoamerica. We was the ones breaking the horses when we came over from uh, Mesoamerica. When we came over from South and Central America and Mexico and came into North America, we had to get these horses that was running across the plains, these miniature dinosaurs, these miniature dinosaurs, these uh, genetically modified, upgraded dinosaurs. We had to get them, and we had to use them to ride on to become our transportation. You see, we had to break the horses. And humans didn't break any horses. We broke the horses. You see, we broke the horses and rode the horses. Okay? We broke the horses. We rode the horses. And like I said, we set tall on horses. We hunted the buffalo. We hunted the turkeys. We hunted all the wild wild turkeys and buffaloes and fish and whatnot. We gathered the vegetables and we ate hearty meals. This is what we did. We built homes. We built civilization. We built communities. They still find the communities from our Mayan ancestors who first came into North America as the first people who came from South and Central America. They still find uh, uh, um, our Mayan ruins. But yet the beast won't tell you that. The beast won't tell you about the first people that came into North America, which were the Mayans. He won't tell you that because the Mayans are bronze. Anytime you don't hear the white man telling you about, you know, really going into extensive history about certain people, it's because he knows that pictures are going to turn up, you know, artifacts, carvings, gonna, like with the whole Mesoamerican thing. Remember how they was like, yeah, the Mesoamericans are Spanish. They white, they Spanish. Then they found that goddamn bone and park template. Oh, goddamn. They found that, they found that bone and park template. Oh, goddamn. Them niggas on the wall. But, but don't say nothing. Just act like it ain't no niggas on the wall. Just act like it's us. And they just so ridiculous with their lies. They'll sit up here and swear that's them on the wall. Here it is, people, Afros and Braves. That's them on the wall. These Latinos go, that's us. Just act, just tell them, just keep telling niggas it ain't them, and maybe they'll believe it. Just keep telling them. That's what they do. 
They'll sit right here knowing that ain't them on the wall. They'll sit here and tell you that's, that's who that, that ain't you. Same thing how they do in ancient Egypt. It is people, Afros and Braves and everything else, all types of rich bronze and oh, the Arabs, the white Arabs, oh, that's, all, that's who we, that's us. These people are mentally retarded, man. These people are insane and mentally retarded. You see, that's why I say it's useless to argue with them about any kind of history. Just teach our babies the truth. Just gather all of the facts and the history and teach our babies, man. The hell with teaching the so-called white man and all these rest of these humans anything because they don't want to know the truth, man. They don't want to know the truth. They crazy as hell, man. They just sick and demented. They just sick, demented, and demonic to where you can't even lie about this no more. The cat's out the bag, and they're going to still keep trying to lie about it. They're going to still keep calling you African-American. They're going to still, and, they, and, and like I said, I notice it more and more that it's more and more blatant. Like It's almost like now that you hear it, it's like they're hitting you over the head like a billy club with it. These African Americans, and yeah, these African Americans, these African Americans, ain't they? Yeah, ain't that ain't that how they do it? They just hit you as soon as they come on the news. It's African American, it's African American, and I'm like, they don't never say about white people. They never go these European Americans or these white Americans. They just go, you know, this this person, such and such and such. So as you just African American, they got. Do they ever do that with white people or anybody else? It's Asian American. Do they do that with them? No, they just get to be American, or they just just say their name. They don't even say that. But when it comes to you, they got to remind you, you are African American. You black. They don't do that with nobody else because they constantly want to keep it in your head that this ain't your country. This ain't your country. Even though you started the economy in this country, even though you contributed most of the damn inventions in this society of any real practical use, and even though you fought in every war in this country, even though you showed them how to work um, to grow grow food food and material from the land, which is what you what our people did. We showed the white man how to grow food, how to grow material, because they didn't know how to grow a goddamn thing here. They were starving, you see, and we showed them. And they turn right around and stabbed you in the back. After they learned, they learned from you. Then they turn right around and stabbed you in the back and took credit for uh, growing for them growing because they're a bunch of evil demonic people, man. They're a bunch of evil, degenerate, and demonic people. You see, anybody that participates in and does that or supports that, you are evil. You are demonic. You are degenerate. You see, just gotta say it as it is. Gotta speak the truth. You know, you can't you can't sugarcoat it. Like I said, we need to be teaching our children the real American history. The real American history is us. The real American history is us. There needs to be some sort of curriculum. And I would love I wanted to approach Dane Calloway and maybe Karimio and them and put some kind of curriculum together, a short kind of curriculum together for, for bronze children to know that they're the real Americans and that. They're American by blood, and, you know, the American indigenous people. There should be a class put together of some of their stuff that can go into lessons. If they really want to help, they really want to help the people, they should think seriously about doing that, selling that history lesson to the, to the charter schools. Dane Callaway need to do that, try to reach out to black charter schools and sell his history, his history package on the United States to, um, to um, these um, charter schools who are willing to listen. These independent schools, you know, you should do that. American, real American history 101, real American history 101, you know, with all these so-called scholars. And it, it ain't that funny, all these so-called scholars who know so much, why don't they ever think to like, hey, let's package this and give it to uh, uh, um, schools 
Let's give it to the children, give it to the babies so that they know the real history, they know the real truth. Why don't, why don't they ever package it? They never, they never package nothing for the babies. You know, whether it, it could be, it could even be damn, um, uh, 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 like storybooks about the Olmecs, the Aztec, the Inca, you know, those would be good children's books. You see? That's my daughter. You know, they can package books like that. Babies need to learn this truth, man. Real American History 102, exactly. Maybe that's something we need to put together, children's books and drawings of the Olmecs and the Aztec and the Inca and do a little children's story. That's something I'm, I'm going to probably work on, you know, because I'm already publishing Unlimited. So I might want to get into children's books and do that on real American indigenous history. You see, something children need to learn. Something children need to learn. Our children need to learn about their history as the true American. You see, because again, you can't you can't show or teach pride to our people when they don't know who they are. You see, you can't. Again, they've been promoting our people as nothing in this society. Like I said, they all they want to do is promote you so-called black people as drug dealers, drug dealers on TV. Uh, 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 thugs, gang members, drug dealers. That's all they into promoting. That's all they into promoting. Oh, and the young boys, of course, sodomites. I saw this. I saw this um, ad. How many of y'all saw this ad? It's a damn vitamin, a vitamin water ad. And I don't know why, but they got a so-called black man dressed like a female in the vita in the vital water ad. It's big as day in Brooklyn. They got a the vital water ad. It's a black male dressed in like a woman, like a female, excuse me, like a female. They're not even trying, they're just straight being blatant about it. They're not even trying to hide it no more. You see, they just straight out being blatant with it. They want the face of the so-called black man to be a face of sodomy. You see, and degeneracy, that's what they want. That's why I said we need to be moving on from being black. We need to move a whole entire people, well, at least the majority of the people, a, 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 a huge um, group of people from blackness into bronze. We need to move them from black to bronze. We need to move our people from black to bronze. That can be a start. Like I said, I don't expect everybody to accept the reality of who we truly are, but for you so-called black people who tired of being black, who tired of being the white man's bottom bottom B, as you know, being being the damn whipping, being the damn whipping boy for the for the pale beast caveman, like I said, y'all need to stop being black, man. Just give 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 back your black card. Get back your black card, your African-American card, and like I said, embrace who you truly are. That's the only. That's one of the things that's going to salvage our people here in this society because America is only going to work for the true American. American America, our land, our home, America is only going to work for the true Americans once they acknowledge who they really are. That's when America is going to start working for you. You see, the beast punked you out of your place in America and started calling himself American and just took over everything that was yours because you didn't know what to do with it. Our people didn't know what to do with the land. Our people didn't know how to defend the land coming together collectively and doing anything. But like I said, that is, you know, past and prologue. Now we have to embody what it truly means to be red-blooded Americans. You see, American by nationality. American by birth, American by identity, true-blooded Americans, true red-blooded Americans, American by blood, 
Now, I say like the white boy said, he Italian by blood. Well, God damn it, we American by blood. We American by blood. Because our blood was the our, – our, we were the first um, people standing – the first people who stand in, in, in the land, that's who, that's who the people – that's who the, that's who the uh, indigenous people are. The first people standing on the land, which was our people, that's who the indigenous Americans are. That's who the indigenous Americans are. The first people standing on the land, and it ain't them damn mongoloids. We are those Americanic bronze men, those original Americanic bronze men, you see. There needs to be degrees and lessons if you're going to do for that. And then break down where we come from and where we headed. See, these are the things our people need to know. And give me time. I'm going to start writing again. I got to start writing again. I didn't have time to, but I'm going to have to make time to start writing again. And I'm trying to put stuff in audio because, you know, I can only put but so much in a book because this is an ongoing thing. Who we are as indigenous Americans, who we are as the almond race is an ongoing thing. You see, so it's hard to put stuff in books. And when I, even though I'll try, you know, I did instructions, but a lot of the instructions, I'm, I'm way ahead of the instructions now. The instructions I gave y'all, I'm way ahead of that now. Some of it I'm just catching up on. But like I said, it's always got to be a series of things going out. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We know that. We are the American indigenous people. The, the, uh, so when I said, you know, our people are looking for history in every other place except for here in America where you are. Our people are looking for history every place else except for where you are. Nobody finds it strange that none of your heroes are African, yet we're supposed to be African-American. We don't have no African heroes. We got a whole bunch of American, uh, American so-called black heroes, but we don't have no African heroes. So remind me again why we're pushing Africa and Africans and whatnot. And I told you before, a lot of you people who are in Africa, a lot of you got moved out of America into Africa by the beast. So again, why are we pushing Africa again? Why are we pushing Africa again? Why do we find it necessary to push that in the face of who we really are? I've seen so many lost indigenous, indigenies. I've seen so many lost indigenies, so many people just lost out here in the world, just lost. Those lost American indigenous people just walking around, you know, trying to trying to find, you know, what they, you know, where they at, what they doing and whatnot. And I'm like, it's really sad because I've seen people, elders in their 60s and 70s and in the 70s and 80s, they still walking around with a kenta cloth on, whatnot. They still walking around talking this black nonsense. And and one guy came by with a damn red, black, and green damn basketball jersey on, looked ugly as hell. And you know that's just still a mindset a lot of them are under. And unfortunately, it's going to take the beast to remove that mindset from them. It's going to take the beast to remove that mindset from them. You know. It's going to take the beast to remove that. And we already know he's not going to remove it. He has no incentive to remove that and whatnot. He made the he made the mark on so-called black people very deep. He made the mark very deep on black people. And he's he's not he's still making it known that you still are, he still considers you his enemy. And he never lets you know why he considers you his enemy. 
Y'all don't do nothing to him, but he still considers you the enemy. Why is that always in his head that you're the enemy? You haven't done anything to him. You got people who, who barely ever seen black people before in their life, and they're calling you all kind of niggas and how much they hate you and this, that, and the third. You got to ask yourself why. The obvious question is they hate the fact that they're not you. The obvious fact is they hate the fact that they know that they're not real Americans and that you are because maybe some of their great-grandfathers was honest about who the real American Indians are because they know. They don't pass it down, and these are secrets they made sure they didn't tell their children or some of them didn't tell their grandchildren why they hate you so-called black people so much. You see, they hate you because they know that eventually you're going to wake up and find out that this is your lane. You see, when people wake up and find out something, they're not very happy upon upon waking up and finding that they've been lied to, they've been had everything stolen from them. Again, the beast is never going to admit it because of the mindset that's going to go behind what comes next. You got a lot of people who are not going to be happy to know their identity was snatched. You see? A lot of people are not going to be happy to know that their identity was snatched. You see, now you know they niggas just got used to the fact that they they oh they African Americans and blah blah blah, and they got used to that fact. You see, they got used to that fact, but now it's something else. Now it's something else. Right. Now it's something else, something else totally, something different, okay? Now it's something different that's in the air that is trickling down into the air. It's something different that the beast is unwilling to acknowledge or to admit to, you see. It's he's unwilling to acknowledge or admit to the reality of who and what he is and what we are. He's unwilling to admit to it. But he's going to have no other choice. He's going to have no other choice. He is a beast of burden. And like I said, he knows that the true Americans are still standing here on this land. The real Americans are still standing here on this land, the Americans by blood. And obviously we are strong people because he took pieces of us to, to, to make it, to create his image. You see, he took pieces of us create his image. You see, what I mean when I say he took pieces of us, when this, the real Americanic bronze men was walking around, they was the ones walking around with strong voices, well-built men with strong, deep voices and whatnot, who was very serious, looked you in your eye, would put hands on you, put put spears in you or arrows, whatever the hell they had for weapons, the breaks off you because they were very real men. They were the guys breaking horses and whatnot, jumping on um, bison and buffaloes and wrestling them to the ground. So this was a, these were men who were no joke. These were men who were no joke. The only problem these men had was they couldn't come together and get rid of their petty differences to see that they had an animal in their midst that was looking to take everything from them. See, they couldn't get their minds straight because, trust me, if these original Americanic bronze men came together all over the country, all the tribal leaders came together all over the country and formed a united front, a united fist, 
like I said, the beast couldn't have had no foothold in America. If they would have blocked off all these ports, if they would have blocked off all of these all these entryways and not let Caucasians into America, they wouldn't have came here. They would still be sitting here. They would still be sitting in Europe somewhere, pissed off. Talking about why they can't get into America. You see. But like I said, our people like I said, our people became weak. They became weak. They got comfortable. They got lazy. And they were overtaken by these animalistic people who have no morals. They never seen a people like this before. Well, they did, but it was like it wasn't no common thing. You know, when they seen these animalistic people coming, especially when our people first saw the damn mongoloids when they made their way into South and Central America when the mongoloids came. You know, and they crossed the Bering Strait. Our people saw them for the first time and whatnot. You know, a lot of our people just massacred them, beat the brakes off them, took some of their women, you know, things like that. You know, because a lot of them were scavengers, and they took on a lot of our ways, a lot of our indigenous ways, you see. So you have to to understand that these are people, these are people who carry a mindset of, you know, strength people did. Our ancient people don't look nothing like how the modern people are today. You see, the ancient people were very strong, very fierce. The beasts were scared of them, man. The beast had fear for them. You know saying that's why the beast, everything he did, he was sneaking around doing. They always make it seem like the beast came over here. And he was just kicking everybody's ass and taking names. No, it was a whole lot of bloodshed, a whole lot of bloodshed. And it wasn't, just, and the damn sure it wasn't just our people. It was his, it was a lot of his blood got shed too. You see, a lot of his blood got shed in these Indian wars. You see, the Indian wars, which is really the so-called black wars with black and white. A lot of blood got shed. And the beast, he got the upper hand when he got the guns and the, and the bombs. He got the guns and the bombs and the weapons and whatnot. He got the upper hand. You see, our people wasn't weapon savvy like that. And they wasn't together. You see, the beast knew that he could eventually overcome our people because he saw the bigger picture and being American that our people didn't. The beast saw the bigger picture and being American that our people didn't see. You see, he saw the bigger picture and stealing our identity and becoming us and telling us lies or not just disregarding us. He saw the bigger picture and becoming us. Because I told you before, when you are able to step into a land and become a people, like I said, you start to inherit the riches of that land. You start to inherit the wealth of that land. And notice when the white man came in and we allowed him to come in and take and, and set up their government and things like that, which was supposed to be only for their people. I told you originally that's how they did it. They came and they was telling the indigenous chiefs, oh, we, we're just going to set up a government for our people. We're not going to bother your people. You see, we're going to leave your people alone. Your people will be indigenous. You don't have to pay no tax. Taxes, you own your own land. We don't mess with you. We just trying to just get some tax off our people. That's how the lie started. That's how the lie started. You see, that that's how the lie started. We see, we just we just setting up a government for our people, for our own little colonies and whatnot, and our little section. We don't want any problems with you people because it's a lot of you niggas. I mean, it's a lot of you people, and we don't want any problems with you guys. So can we just set up and have our own little government? We promise we won't disturb you. We won't bother you. That was a lie. That was a goddamn lie. You see, because see, our people, our people, you know, they would look people in the eyes. You know how niggas even do today. You look people in the eyes, say, "Yo, this nigga lying." 
the fuck this nigga lying, looking you in the eye like, yeah, right, nigga. That's how they was looking back there, looking at the white man when he was telling them, yeah, we're just coming in here to just, you know, we're just coming in here to set up. You know what I'm saying? We're just coming in here just to govern our people. It just has nothing to do with you guys. We're not going to bother you because you guys are totally indigenous. Yeah, okay. Right. But like I said, they, was just, they talked all that shit just enough to get niggas fighting against each other, white, using each other, wipe each other out, giving each other weapons, you know, and that's why a lot of so-called black men became blacksmiths and learned how to make guns. They became blacksmiths and learned how to make guns because, number one, they had to learn how to do that because they were, um, when they was fighting against the, um, the British and also a lot of the, term, the sellout ones, they were, they were taught or they were shown how to make guns and went out to give to the white man and other, other turncoat black people to shoot, you know, the other indigenous people and kill them. You see? That's how that went. That's how that went. And because our people have lost their grip and they have lost their connection to reality, they have accepted this. They have accepted this they are, which is a lost people. You see, this is a history that's been taken away from them. This is a history that they don't know nothing about. This is a history they don't identify with because they're taught to think that Indian means those mongoloids. You see, black people are very visual. They're very visual. They're very programmable because they're very visual. They'll sit here and they will be programmed by images and by stories. And not once are they thinking about these images and these stories, whether they make sense, they don't do no kind of scrutiny of anything. The beast can tell them anything. I've already warned that. You see? You know, I'm like, can you go? You know, so keep this in mind. Keep this in mind that, keep this in mind that we have a whole history we have a whole history of indigenous uh, uh, activity here in this land, a whole history of indigenous activity. Strong men riding horses, breaking buffaloes, fishing, hunting, you know, all the things the white men try to be. You haven't, you know, oh, that whole image, let me tell you something, that whole image of the outdoorsmen and hunting and fishing and things like that, that comes from our people, man. That comes from our people. We was just doing that. We was doing the same thing, but we was using damn bows and arrows. We wasn't. We didn't have no guns. We was using bows and arrows. You see, poison darts or whatever the case is, bows and arrows. You know, taking down buffalo and whatnot. You know, like I said, uh, uh, wild turkey, fish. You see, that's how we got our sustenance, our dinner. We hunted. We were the first hunters here in this society. We were the first huntsmen in this society. And like I said, we hunted for food first. We didn't hunt through now. We hunted for food. We really hunted for food. You see, that's how we fed the family. We fed the family on bows and arrows and spears. You see, bringing down water buffaloes, or, excuse me, bison, buffaloes and whatnot, bringing down, uh, killing turkeys and whatnot, bringing home turkeys, bringing home fish out the rivers and things like that and growing strong, the women harvesting and growing vegetables and things like that, and corn and all kinds of other different vegetables and greens coming up for sustenance. So we had everything that we needed in this land. 
We had the herbs in this land, which we made medicine from. We had the food in this land that gave us sustenance. We had the building material, which we built homes out of. We had everything here. We had the land that we knew how to harvest and grow on. And that's the reason why a lot of our people had, we had a lot of children. A lot of our people had a lot of children back in the days because they needed somebody to work on that land. Children were working the land, man. That's why a lot of our people had children. They had big farms or whatever. And those children worked the land, man. They worked in the fields. Each child was considered a worker. You know, harvesting, working, getting up early in the morning, uh, uh, getting up early in the morning and uh, 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 shucking corn and doing whatever they had to do with uh, growing vegetables. This is what our people did. This, You know, they don't talk about our people as what we were here in the society, an agrarian people, an agrarian society of people who were agriculturalists. I told you that's why you have people like Booker T. Washington, and they want, they were setting up agricultural colleges, you know, because that was, you know, agriculture was very key to who our people were. Agriculture was very key. That was a skill we had already. Now, ask yourself a question. I want to ask. I want you to ask a serious question. How is it that Booker T. Washington, who was supposed to be from Africa, his parents will be from Africa, his families will be slaves. How is it that they're able to set up an agricultural college? You know, the white man wouldn't teach you a goddamn thing. How is it that they was able to set up an agricultural college and teach about agriculture and how to grow up the land if they're from Africa? How they how that happen? They don't know how to read, right? They come from people who didn't know how to read. White man damn sure wasn't teaching you how to grow nothing on no land because you know he was already he he hateful and jealous. He he thinks damn if I show these niggas how to grow food on the land, you know they they gonna run away and do that. They, so you know he ain't showing you nothing. All he trying to do if he knew how to grow something on the, on the land, all he trying to do is just grow it and, and as it grow up, he'll tell you go out and pick it. That's about it. So if you were able to up agricultural colleges, obviously. Y'all knew how to grow grow on the land. You knew techniques on how to make the land grow. You knew how to do that. You knew all kinds of techniques on how to make the land grow, how to make the the, um, the soil fertile. Because, again, that's, from that land comes your sustenance, your food, your clothing. Everything comes from that land, you see. And the beasts understood that. They understood that. They understood that wealth comes from the land. That's why they wanted the land from us. And they was willing to take it by force. And that's what they did. Right along with our identities. Because, again, it doesn't look right. I told you, when these people say, we're going to take this whole thing and we're going to push these niggas to the side because they in turmoil. They ain't got no real government set up here. They're, they saw the bigger picture on all these niggas ain't together. They ain't got no government set up here. They fighting against each other. You know, all these good resources in the land. And they not they, they too busy fighting with each other to get it out. You know, and all the all the stuff we could be doing with this land. Like I said, that gave them all the incentive in the world to just become us, because of what the land yielded and what the future yielded. When they seen our people in the good state that we were in, that that gave them that mindset to just push us to the side and take our identity. That that gave them that mindset. You see. That gave them that mindset. Again, we never see, you see, black people are taught never, they're they're never taught to see the future and what could be. Like, for example, the white man will come into your neighborhood, right, and see see a bunch of abandoned buildings and stuff like that. You walk by these places, I told you, you see abandoned buildings, you walk past these places, you don't think nothing of it. He sees new stores, he sees new uh, outlets, new things, people, he sees 
new revitalization to the community. He sees all that. You don't see that. And that and our people didn't see that when he came. They when he came in and he like I said, he just starts setting up shop. You know. Because our people had this mindset they were very territorial. They were very territorial and they were like, Well, you know, as long as you're not in my territory, you know, our people had the best land. They were like, you know, as long as you're not in my territory, we don't care who comes here, which was a bad mistake. Bad mistake. We didn't just land like it was ours. Let's be honest. Our people didn't treat this land like it was theirs. Because you don't let nobody have or partake in something that you consider yours. The beast, you see how he do, right? You see how he do, right? He doesn't allow anybody to partake in anything that's his. Like I said, when he come into your neighborhood, hey, it's everybody's neighborhood. It's a free country, you know, because when you come get out your neighborhood, hey, it's everybody's country. Don't be racist. You, you know, anybody can live wherever they want to. But when you come in his neighborhood, his nigga get out my neighborhood. What are you niggas doing in my neighborhood? You see? That's how y'all should have been in America. What are you crackers doing in America? You see? What are you crackers doing in America? Don't bring your disease. Don't bring your life. Don't bring your filth over here. Don't bring your rats and roaches over here into America. Don't bring your filthy, perverted, and degenerate ways into America. But, you know, our people have to take the uh, L for that, the responsibility for that. Because, I mean, obviously and unfortunately, it happened to our people because our people did not grow up. They were not mature. They didn't understand what what it was they were losing. They didn't understand they were losing their identity. They didn't understand what they were losing. They did not understand what they were losing. Like how the beast get a lot of you so-called black people to sell you sell your houses to him and whatnot, and next to nothing prices he gets you to sell your houses to him, and he'll give you damn half of what your house is worth. Next thing you know, he's living in your damn house, and gave you next to nothing in money, and got you niggas up out of the house. You see, gave you next to nothing. Like I see it all the time when these when these Caucasians. These Caucasian Jews gentrify your damn neighborhood, and they take over your neighborhood. They're giving y'all half or giving y'all nothing for your houses. Just to push y'all out the same way the beast did when he come into your areas, when he came into this country, pushing y'all to the side. You see? Because our people make themselves movable to the beast. They make themselves movable. They make themselves movable subjects to the beast. And at many times, objects. Objects that are in submission That's how the beast sees you Objects that are in submission to him You don't have any real goals You have no real You have no real rights to be regarded That's how they feel about you And you know what Y'all sit up here and agree with that If you want to stand ten toes down on anything Stand ten toes down at least on being American You know y'all might not get the almond thing And whatnot. y'all might not get that But at least stand ten toes down on being American when we was at the African Street Festival, we couldn't get you niggas to do that. I'd rather walk around believing y'all African. Get you to stand ten toes down on your true identity. And like I said, the sad part about it is black people act like this is a big revelation that fell out of the sky about you being the American indigenous people. They act like it's a big revelation. Like one sister came by and she said, that sounded about right. Yeah, that's right. 
once one or two sisters and one guy come by, but sad thing is it's not enough of y'all waking up and realizing that. The very the very small thing that you that you need to realize that for you to make at least one leap, one giant leap from black to bronze, that is a step in the right direction. Reality is always a step in the right direction. Reality is always a step in the right direction. All right. Let me take a call. Seven oh two. Men Zach. Men Men Zach. Can you hear me? Okay. Minza. Yes. Minza. When the creation, when the Almadians came down and created the the human race, and they they left certain people here to control the humans that were supposed to be here to for the workers. So when all that happened, and the and the, the the people that was here that made it with the humans, the the almond beings didn't have, by them being the creators of these people, why did they allow so much time to pass for these people to continue doing what they're doing? I mean, because they wasn't, the almond, they wasn't dealing directly with the people on earth like that no more. They was just sending the transmission just to bring things along, but they wasn't really in the day-to-day things with a lot of our people no more because our people severed their connection with the army. So because they severed their connection with the army, because they um, became, uh, I would say, they they became separate. They decided to be their own gods and, you know, do, you know, try and do things on their own. They allowed the humans to, you know, Align themselves, and that was the downfall of these people. So the army allowed our people to fall down because of their uh, error in judgment, and it's still a big error in judgment. They still can't get together to save their life. Right, class. So, so in other words, now since all that happened, that's why that would you would say that's why they don't know anything about the old Mex people and. And the other people that was here, they couldn't have known because by them mating with the humans, and the humans, the humans known the secret, and they made it with the so-called black earth dwellers. So they used the uh, the gray race to teach the, the so-called black dwellers here everything that they wanted to trick them with was trickery. So now the yeah. people couldn't have they they would never let them know that. Mhm. Yep. They they um they uh, like I said a lot of our people didn't want to know didn't want to know the truth anyway. They became enamored and, and in love with the humans with the creation. They started embracing the creation. So that was their downfall right there. So under the, under the creation. When they created these humans, they gave them the same intelligence, even though they used animals and certain other DNA, but they gave them the same brain power that they would give it their own people, the same brain power. It's not, not so much the same brain power because the humans, they are 
slow, if you will. Humans, are, a lot of them are slow, mentally slow. And so it's not the same brain power because the humans, they move, on, they move like I said, in seconds. So it's because, again, they have our genetic material in them, but it's the animal in them that makes the moves to think slower and move slower, the animal in them. That's why they're trying to mix their seeds to get quicker mentally. They see, they know, to the, the humans know that when they mix their seed with us, it's going to help to evolve them and it's going to make them think quicker. That's why they got to mix their seed with the so-called black women. Now, how do you get how do you get our people to mix our, to be willing to mix our seed with them? You downgrade and devalue the people. In other words, you make the people look like they ain't shit. Like they, you know, I'm be higher than you all, and y'all ain't nothing. So then you'll think, oh, it's you know, it's an honor to lay with these these cave beasts. You'll think it's an honor. You'll think it's you know something good that's gonna uplift the race to lay with a cave beast. Class, but but they was they been they was doing that ever since that that the black earth dwellers was here. They was doing that before they got to America, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's that, so the they same were. rotation been going on since the, the since they uh came since they started creation. On that creation, how yeah. long do you know how long the so called bronze people controlled them? Was it a you know, was it a certain amount of time, a certain amount of years? Was it a certain amount of time, a certain amount of years that that again? Say the, the bronze people who were controlling these humans during that creation. Do you know how long that creation lasted before the downfall? They they start mating with these humans. The same, at least about six thousand years. The humans took about the humans took about you know uh, well two to three thousand years to you know evolve into what they evolved into after the experiment. You know, and getting them to you know. Because they they again a lot of their a lot of their evolution came at the end of like the 16th century, but because prior to that time before the 1600, a lot of these humans man they 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 was really you know messed up. A lot of these humans were really they show you they show you these humans you know that are not deformed and whatnot or, or got all kind of diseases and things like that, or pox all kind of things like that. A lot of you know, but these humans were messed up mentally. They was they was all a lot of them were just still in a state of evolution. Almond kept on adding the genetic material to speed them along. So one other quick question. So when they was messed up, so in so much time they developed the power to be able to to control the earth, the black earth bound dwellers. So when they mm-hmm. start controlling them, so when when during this creation they didn't have no only blueprint they had for the so-called humans was to work. That's it. The humans so, were still considered animals. The humans were considered animals in the sight of the army. They were considered animals. They 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 always considered the humans animals. Class. So in other words, the the uh, armors that created that they, they did that first experiment, like they created the dinosaurs to shape the earth and all that thing, right? Correct. Yeah. So during this creation, they didn't have no type of 
blueprint for this just in case something went wrong. They didn't have a blueprint just in case these black earth-bound dwellers didn't obey their laws. They couldn't. They didn't have a blueprint for it. They didn't say that, well, if this happens, we're going to do this. No, they didn't have any real blueprint there. You know, again, they was working from, you know, animals and whatnot. They basically were using the animals to, you know, to deal with, they were dealing with the animals and allowing, you know, the humans to evolve that way, you know, in that animalistic state. They just allowed them to evolve like that. But they didn't have no real uh, um, grasp on the humans, for that matter. They didn't have no real grasp on them. They just allowed them to, uh, uh, you know, to evolve and grow as much as they could. And um, right now, you see an effect because they they wasn't going to keep renewing the humans. Like right now, the ominous you can see they didn't regenerate the humans. That's why they they flipping out and they just you know like when you don't when you don't uh, uh, change a battery and something or fix something, it starts to break down. That's what you're seeing with the humans right now. That's why they, they, they're in a state of degeneracy right now. All this sodomy stuff coming out, all this, you know, because that's really just a breakdown in their mental and their mental, uh, uh, and their mind frame. It's just, just a, just a breakdown. So in other words, so if you would take that, you would say that if a if I wasn't a brown person and I was a regular black man, I would say that the almonds created the humans to control us. If, if I didn't know that, because the, the way it seemed is that they was created to control us because it, it, by, it flipped on us. We supposed to control them, but we under their control we, from, the, from whatever time it started to now. Now, now it's well, like, got to be reversed. Well, here's the problem. You see, that's how it originally was supposed to be. They were supposed to be controlling the army was supposed to be on the earth, was supposed to be controlling the humans. But now, as you can see, these so-called black people, these niggas can't control themselves. They can't control their emotions. How are you going to control people you can't even control yourself? Well, one time they probably could, but they got so far ahead when they start mating and dealing with the uh, humans. So the humans, yeah, that's that's what that was their downfall. They started dealing with the humans, and they got when they they picked up that degenerate spiritual frequency, and they just start being emotional. They start being compassionate. They didn't know when to be emotional and compassionate to people. They see once you start feeding in that vibration of the humans, you start to basically lose your mind. You start to lose your grip on reality, and that's what happens with a lot of so-called black people. Like, you see these black people, these, these Negroes get around, they get around white people, and they start talking like them and acting like them and, like, totally morphing into these Caucasians because, and they and they forget who they are because they get that delusion. They start feeding into that spiritual energy of the beast, and that spiritual energy just makes them delusional. Like if you hear white people talk, well, that, don't they sound delusional as hell? They'll simply go, "Yeah, we were we we're American, we're Native American, and yeah, people was here at the beginning." They just start lying and just saying stuff because they really are mentally ill. They're delusional, and that's because that spiritual demonic vibration that moves through them. And a lot of you so-called black people today, that spiritual demonic energy moves through the black race. That's why they bugged out of their mind like the white man. That's why they accept faggots and lesbians. That's why they accept faggots, lesbians, child molesters. Everything is on the plate. 
race mixing everything. And would you say that the monetary system that they established even influenced them even more? Because now people do anything for a dollar. Yeah, they prostitute themselves. That's the way of the beast. He was about that. One other quick thing. So, in other words, when that, when the, when Alan being seeing that the creation that they created was going was flipping, it wasn't nothing they could do about it. They just had to let time fulfill itself. So, yeah, they, they like, had to, to let let them have it. They had to let it run out. They had to let the because I mean, other than destroy destroy the, the so-called white man, the rest of these humans, which they wasn't going to do because. You know, they, they, they had always planned to, you know, basically have the gray race come later on and salvage what was left for the, or the, or the Caucasians and the Asians. The black race was left for the ignorant black race. They're going to salvage them and, and make the gray race out of them. And they may, so, in other words, they DM with that bloodline will affect them to be able to think a different way or their bloodline will go along with them if it's once they go from black to human to the gray race. Well let's just say they'll be a little more compliant than they than they fought than they than they Caucasian fathers and they and they nigger they nigger women mothers. Class. So you know. in other words, they that teaching won't exist anymore like it did during Frederick Douglass, like he was a uh gray and they used him as a lotto to convince these niggas to go fight in the Civil War. So they could stay afloat. So that wouldn't exist yeah. anymore. That the one is worth more. Say again. So in other words, you know, since it would be that gray race, could the so-called humans use that gray race to convince the so-called, you know, the so-called black? Well, the blacks wouldn't be enough. They couldn't use the gray race to. Convince the bronze race to do any of that backwards thinking. Well, are you gonna have? Well, I'm telling you, you're gonna have some grays that are gonna still have the mentality of the so-called white man. You're gonna have some of them that's gonna have that. You're gonna have some of the grays that's gonna have the mentality of the so-called black race. So you're gonna still have some of them people that's gonna be holdovers. They're gonna be still actors, and then you're gonna have the compliant ones. But you're gonna still have some of them that's just like they're gonna be racist, just like the Caucasians. So you're gonna carry that on. Yeah, but 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 in other words, but the bronze race will rule, though. Yeah. Yep. But you know, it's always going to be somebody okay. that's mess, that's going to mess up down the line. I'm sure. So, in other yeah. words, there's no there's no way to get rid of that bloodline and that thinking and that that spirit. But if you would this happen in the fourth dimension or in the new world that's coming? That the bronze That's gonna be. It's gonna stay in the third. It's gonna stay in the third dimension. Okay, I got it. Class Menzak. Menzak. All right. All right. We're gonna play a little bit of music and. Hang on a second. Play a little bit of music and we'll be right back. Oh, 
Because uh, people don't know who and what they are, because they have no idea, they have no clue, because they think that to be in the mindset they're in, lost in America, again, is there any wonder why people have no real power here in the society? How are you going to give power to people who are lost mentally? You got to ask yourself a question. When the beast was you know, directing what he wanted, what he wanted to accomplish. Whenever you got people that are focused and, you know, serious about what they want in a, a place and they're willing to work together to get that, to accomplish that goal, then they're eventually going to accomplish it. If you have nobody in their way, no obstacles, because the only real obstacle in people's way is people trying to claim something that they're not. Again, like what I'm saying is if our people would have realized they were the real Americans by blood, the indigenous people, and stood together on that, they would be in control of the society right now. They would be known as the only Americans. Our people would be known as the only real Americans because that's the reality. You got people that will get mad at reality. They'll get mad at reality, the fact that we make it, we mention in ourselves, we put ourselves up as the Americans. We put ourselves up as the real Americans. We didn't put nobody else up. We put ourselves up, you see. And that pisses a lot of people off. That pisses off a lot of people who want to be us, who have this sick fantasy of being us, who want to be the indigenous people, who want to be the people who are in rulership, who are in charge, who want to be us. But we are becoming the renewed Americans. You see, because the Americans of today are dead, man. The Americans of today are dead. You see, the American, like I said, the spirit of America is dying, meaning the beast is dying. That means the soul of America is going to come forward again. Again, the only way the soul of America is going to come forward again is in the people, our people, doing what we do, living our lives, making good music again. You know, making good music again, acknowledging who we are, working together, you know, dropping this whole African thing, and starting to be just who we are and starting to set goals. See, our people don't set goals. We don't look forward to the future of anything. We just let everybody else sits around and makes goals and makes ways to do things, and we just sit around and just wait on other people to make plans for us. We're not a goal-oriented people. You see, that's why we're not accomplishing anything. You can't accomplish nothing really in life if you don't have no goals, real goals in life. 
Black people don't got no real goals in life. Let's just keep it real. Black people have no real goals in life. Black people have no real goals in life. That's why they don't accomplish anything in life. They don't accomplish anything real in life because they don't have any real goals in life. The only way you're going to accomplish anything real in life is to have real goals in life. Set a mark and complete the mark that you set. You see, again, America would start working for our people if we acknowledge that we are the only real Americans, those copper-colored Americans. Why don't you see how America start working for us and we acknowledge that we are those copper-colored Americans and not African, that we're no longer going to be black anymore, and that we're going to start to pledge to work together as a people, as a bronze, copper-colored people. You see how things start to evolve. You see how things start to extend. Watch. That's all I can do is say watch. You'll see how fast things start to evolve and extend. Why? Because it's time that our people do that. It's time that our people make the move to do that as a living people, as a righteous people, as a people who are living by law and order. America is supposed to be a society that's governed by righteous people, by lawful people, by lawful and orderly people. We're supposed to damn near be like, I, I, I hate to say this, but in a way, you know, it's the only place I can, where I can use it. We're kind of supposed to be like the Israelites in a sense here in America. We're kind of supposed to be like them in that only that we're supposed to be following the laws and orders of our Lord. Amen. Of our Lord. Amen. We're supposed to be like that. And we will be like that in this day and time. Again, you cannot raise the people up because, again, Americans, true Americans follow laws and orders. The true Americans, that's why the so-called white man follow laws and orders. Again, he got that from us. You see, the true Americans are supposed to embody a law and order, which are known as amendments. That's what we're supposed to embody. They wonder why, the beast wonder why we don't embody none of these laws here in America, because look at what America is built on. Look at what America is built on. They want you to stand up and salute and pledge your allegiance to their degeneracy, to their rape, rob, and murder of how they establish a society. So when you pledge allegiance to the society, you pledge allegiance to a criminal enterprise. Let's just keep it real. You pledge an allegiance to a criminal enterprise. You see, that's why the beast, notice how the beast was pushing these niggas to get up and, and get on and, and, and pledge to allegiance. Well, like I said, when they was really bowing on their knees to the beast, you want to, but you see how the beast was trying to go hard to get so-called black people to, to pledge allegiance. Now, why the hell he care if so-called black people pledge allegiance to the flag? Why the hell did he care? Why did he care? If, if, if it's just about the football game and people – look, how, you know how many people don't stop and pledge allegiance to the flag? They, they was doing this in school. There they, they was this white teacher who – this black girl didn't stop and pledge allegiance to the flag, and she grabs her up and put hands on this black girl. Here it is. The white kids was walking around. They wasn't pledging no allegiance to the flag. They walked into their class. She walked into her class. She just grabbed the black girl up and, and, and threw her up against the wall. So the beast is trying to force you to pledge allegiance because he needs the Americans, the Americans, the true Americans to pledge allegiance and go along with how they're being treated in the society. See, because once the real Americans got an issue with how they're being treated, once the real Americans are tired of the fake ones over here ruling over them, once that starts to happen, then a shift starts to take place. See, they got to get you to go along with your own oppression. 
I told you that the beast has to get you to agree with your oppression. He has to get you to agree with being an African-American. He got to get you to agree with being black. He got to get you to agree with being a Negro, a nigger, and all this. He got to get you to agree with that. You see, because once he gets you to agree with that, then that means that he controls you, he controls your hands, he controls, you know, your mind frame, whatnot. You'll never, you, you'll, you'll sit up here and allow him to abuse you and pay for it. You see, you won't never think about standing up to that. You see, you won't. You won't. You'll just accept it. You'll just accept it because you're trained to accept it. You're trained to accept this nonsense. You're trained to accept the state of ignorance. You're trained to accept a state of nothingness, a state where you have no identity, a state where you have no language, no identity, no name, but yet you point to Africa. You point to Africa with no names, no heritage, no place exactly where you come from. You'd rather believe a lie over the truth that we really Americans. You'd rather believe a lie over the truth. And I see our people leave so many things on the table here in this history. You see, the cowboys were the original Americanic bronze men. The Indians were the original Americanic bronze men. So the cowboy Indians or the Indian cowboys, as I call them, the Indian cowboys, that's what we're going to start referring to them as. We ain't going to say the cowboys and Indians. Our people are the Indian cowboys. The men of those were those Indian cowboys. Because again, the indigenous cowboys, the indigenous cowmen, or the indigenous bullmen, you see, like I said, the indigenous bull bullmen, right? The ones who wrestled the buffaloes, or should I say, those, and which they end up calling out people the buffalo soldiers during war, but those are original uh, uh, um, buffalo, buffalo, uh, uh, buffalo men, you see, those. Uh, uh, Indigenous buffalo men, you see, those were the ones who the beast modeled himself after. Whenever you see that, if you don't see the beast walking around here speaking English and acting like a, a damn half a fruitcake, that's because of our people. That's really what it meant when he said act like a man. He was talking about the indigenous men here in this land, the Americanic bronze men. He was, that's what he was talking about when he was like, act like a man. Act like those men right there. That's what he really meant to say. So whenever you see them not acting like they're European stuff, it's because they're mimicking the real Americans right here. The strong, bronze, indigenous men with deep voices and serious demeanors. You see, much different than the, than the much different than the than the, than the African the African uh, 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 helpless African they try to show you try to make us out to be these helpless Africans. Okay. Much different. We'll be right back. I break it, step into my zone, mad rhymes will stifle ya Lines like rifles go blast when I kick some ass A lot of rappers be like one-time wonders Couldn't say a fly bomb if there was one right under their noses I hate those motherfucking poses But I'm so real to them, it's scary But with my unique skills, nah, you can't compare me And no, we don't make whack tracks And all the suckers get pushed back when I'm kicking real fast I represent that I'm shit like a tech boy You're paranoid cause you're a son like Elroy And you'd be happy 
happy as hell to get a record deal. Maybe your soul you'd sell to have massacres. Like fascinating when I be updating, cutting off white kids, pulling their trump cards. I thump hard and make them say that I'm God. Niggas be pretending they're hardcore, never know the meaning of But I get props like a slogan, and no man should ever try to diss when I kick my jam. Lyrically deaf and connecting, complete my record. No double checking, vocals kill like weapons. But if I have to, I go all out with no mic. Yeah, that's right, cause I survive math fights. And for my peace, I truly care. Cause without some of them, I wouldn't be here. And they all know how I feel. The suckers be like playing themselves to have massive feelings here. Africa 
Africa was a place where they just basically stored a lot of resources. A lot of resources were stored in Africa, and you had a people that were cloned and people who were put in Africa. You could tell how the real Africans look. That's why I said a lot of the people saying they're African in, in, in Africa right now who look like our people here in America are really not African. You know how the Africans really look. Yeah, the Africans yeah, got their own look that's separate from us. You know, with the red you know eyes and you know, bald. You yeah. know, a lot of them be bald heads, small bodies. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know how the Africans look. You know what I'm saying the Africans got their own look to them. They don't look like us. Well, like I said, we got a totally, we got a totally different uh, uh, vibration to us the Af- than the Africans. What? So what is it? What is it that make the Africans look like that? You know, like, like, all right, like how the Asians look, right? Like, you know, the Asians, they all got that certain look to where you know, like, they all look alike, right? But it's weird that like the Africans, they, yeah, yeah, the Caucasians, they look like monkeys. The white man, yeah. the white the Caucasians yeah. look like the Caucasians. The Caucasians look like dogs. They look like jackals and dogs, which explains their wild behavior. The Asians look like monkeys and whatnot, and the white man got some of that Reese's monkey blood in him too. But a lot of your Africans, they got reptilian in them. They got a lot of that heavy reptilian in them. A lot of heavy reptilian. That's why they have meat. That's like why. That. That's why they got that hard, that hard look. Yeah, and they strong as hell too. They strong as hell, and they eat a lot of meat. They heavy meat eaters. You know, they heavy meat eaters. They got a lot of reptilian in them. Hello? 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 Okay, call drop. Yeah, they got a lot of heavy, they, they heavy meat eaters. Uh, they're not really into vegetables like that. You're Africans. They're very much into um, heavy meat eating. That's the reptilian, you see. And yeah, life did start in America. Yeah, life did. Because if you can trace early civilization back into America before ones that are older than Africa, if you could trace them back, that means life started here. Again, life is where intelligence starts. I told you before, where there's civilization, there's intelligence. Don't tell me about some animal life started over here, some creature started, or some, uh, some primitive male started over here. That's not, that's not civilization, then. That's not the start of life. That's primitive. That's primitive. That's primitive formation of life. Uh, primitive life formations coming into effect. But we have nothing to do with primitive life formations. We don't have anything to do with that. We were a solar projected force from the fourth dimension into the third dimensional Earth of Earth's atmosphere, and we came here into the Americas, or what became America after a while, because it was all one continental mass. And then, like I said, we came into the area of America, or what they call Atlantis, and we've been there ever since. From South and Central America into North America, we've been in, in America ever since. We we had nothing to do with Africa. We went to we went to Africa, and we went to those places, and spread and went to a place like Egypt. We spread out from America and went to those other places, but we didn't come from those other places into America. That's a lie. You see, the beast loves to make this um, argument that, oh, when he came in, he saw it was it was a bunch of trees here and it was a bunch of this and that. He came with the mindset to take the trees down and pave out roads. First of all, there, there are people, the, the original 
Americanic bronze men, they 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 took down trees and they brought down trees and they cleared paths for roads because the beasts don't want, they want to lie and say that it was no pass. It was paths cleared here. There were roads because they was riding their horses through the paths. They was riding their horses through the paths. They had they had wagons and things like that. They had wagons and horses and things like that because the wagon and the horse was like your first car. They had wagons here. You see, everybody, they, they, they made wagons here. They made carriages here. They made chariots here. They made all that stuff first here into America. And a lot of that stuff they took over into ancient places like Egypt and things like that. A lot of the stuff they just took over there. You see, they transported there. A lot of them was transporting horses over there. And when a lot of horses got into other areas, a lot of people took them over there. You see? A lot of places got brought, brought things because our people put them there. And you can tell, like I said, that our people, are, these people are not native. They're not native to this land. They're not native to this land. We are native to the land. Oh, should I say indigenous to the land. We are indigenous to the land. You see, that's why you see in any American landscape, we fit right into any American landscape, wherever it is. It could be the suburbs. It could be the damn ghettos. We fit in any landscape. The humans, the only ones who look out of place in the inner city. Like, they walking around here in the inner city right now. They look out of place. They look out of place. Even the ones just be walking around out here, they just look out of place. They just look out of place. They look like they should be. They look like they should be uh, uh, in, in a in a uh, 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 um, different environment altogether. These humans, if you look at them, they look like they should be in a different environment altogether. That's why, if you notice, whenever they come into whenever they come into America, they never live like. If you notice with them, wherever they come into an area and occupy, it's always some sort of degeneracy there. Like with black people, it's nine times out of ten it's degeneracy there because there ain't no money there. They'll have money in their areas and they'll still be degeneracy there. There'll be some sort of degeneracy there. Why? Because when you have people that don't belong in a place, I don't care how long they try to naturalize themselves to it, it just doesn't take. It just doesn't take. You see, they try to naturalize themselves to a place, it just doesn't take because that's not where they from they they more the humans are more more used to being in mountainous regions they used to living like in mountains and places where they got to climb stuff this is why when they usually they find places in america they try to live in wooded like places that are wooded areas and you know a lot of uh, uh trees and woods and like wildlife and things they try to live in wooded areas you know rural areas as they call them rural areas like animals you see, they try to live in rural areas, you see, where they cut off from the world because, again, like I said, they're, they're, they, don't, they don't like their behavior exposed. They don't like their behavior shown. They don't like their behavior uh, 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 witnessed, especially by our people. They don't like their behavior witnessed. The beast will always show you who he is and whatnot, even in his attempt to make himself appear as though he's American and make himself appear as though he is like you, and he's not. You see? And he's not. He's trying to make himself mimic you. He's trying to make himself mimic you just like his women are trying to mimic your women. They will always try to follow you. You see? And we have to be mindful not to let them or allow them to mimic us or 
try to be like us. We must always stand apart from the humans. We must always stand apart from the humans. Separate ourselves from the humans. Disconnect ourselves with the humans. Why? Because, as I said, we as the almond race, we as that separate race, we as those true Americans here by blood, we have a rich heritage and culture that we should be aligning ourselves with right now. This is the time to align ourselves with our rich American indigenous ancestry and our heritage. This is the time to do it right now. You see, while the, while the Pan-African spell is wearing off of a lot of our people, while the Pan-African spell is wearing off a lot of our people, this is the time to do it right now. You see, you're not seeing many people standing up in the name of our American indigenous ancestry, or you're not seeing, like I said, the so-called black man would rather be from millions of other places rather than where he's at. He can accept that he an Asiatic black man, that he a Muslim by nature, that he that he an Israelite. He can accept all these things except for the obvious thing, which is the most logical thing. You an American because your black ass is in America. You American. You don't want to accept that. You want to give that to the white man. While you sit up here and imagine some fake African heritage, some fake Israelite heritage, some fake Arab heritage, Muslim heritage, y'all want to be everything but what you are, American. Now, you notice American works out, being American worked out for the white man. Y'all niggas don't want to be American. You want to be an Arab. You want to be a damn uh, a, a Jew, an Arab, a damn African. You want to be all these things except what you really are. Except what you really are. You want to be all these things except for what you really are. See, and this is what's biting on, coming back to bite our people, because, again, we didn't come here to be or live in a false identification. We came here to be who we were meant to be as one American people, one American race of people. Let the, let the, let the immigrants try to claim to be us. That's fine. But, see, they never counted on finding who we are. You see, they never counted on us finding out that. They don't want – they mad as hell. They don't want us claiming our American indigenous heritage. They don't want us claiming that. They want us to still believe when we African. That's why they invested so much money in the Pan-African thing. And they, like I said, they invested a lot of money in Pan-Africanism. They invested a lot of money in, uh, uh, in uh, blackness and putting out uh, more Pan-African stuff. Like I said, you're going to see more and more Pan-African stuff they're going to rinse us down with because, again, we're waking up too fast to who we really are. And obviously there's a problem with that because, again, why don't they just tell the truth and admit that we are the real American indigenous people? I mean, what 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 is the point of what is the point of lying about it now? Y'all don't got the land, you don't got your government. Why don't you want us to know that truth? Even though we don't care if you want us to know, we already know it already. We don't care that you want us to know. But why don't they want us to know that truth? And why are we just finding out about this truth right now? Because a shift is about to happen. That's why a real shift. And the age of the original Americanic bronze man is coming forward, and the uh, age of the original Americanic bronze woman is coming forward as well as the almond race. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Who is the original Americanic bronze man? Those who are falsely being called black men today here in Africa, from in America being lied to and told they came from Africa on slave ships. The original, uh, the original Americanic bronze men, and I say Americanic because it's my play on American. And like I said, Asiatic, I said I was always tired of hearing the original Asiatic black man because, number one, we ain't black, 
and number two, we ain't Asian. So when I say the original Americanic bronze, man, that fits us. That fits us. Because we have a strong and rich history here, and it's too much for us to throw away or give up to these mongoloid Indians or the so-called white man who wants to become us, take our heritage and culture on some old identity theft stuff. Where is, uh, where is he today? In America and South America and Central America and the West Indies, that's where their original Americanic bronze men are. Lost. Not knowing who they are. Does he know who he is? Some do and some don't. More need to. Who stole their identity? The so-called white man, of course. That go without saying. That's why he's sitting around here calling himself American and whatnot. And like I said, he don't even care. He don't even hide the fact that he stole their identity from you. In the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, he said up here, he just admitted that he stole the name American from the original copper-colored people, us. He said up here and admitted it. Because we never said, oh, y'all can call yourself American or we ain't, we ain't here no more, so you can go ahead and be American now. You can be American now, but we never said that. Not at all. They took what they wanted. They took our place, pushed us aside like they always do. What is he doing today, the original Americanic bronze man? Not a damn thing. Sitting around here lost like lost as ever. Lost. Still claiming and being, and being told and believing that he's African and that he came from Africa. Is, uh, is, he, uh, is he prospering in America? No, he's not. Because again, you can't you can't prosper any place when you don't know who you are. You can't really prosper. The reason why the beast prospers is because he knows who he is. He knows where he came from, and he knows where he's headed if he don't do what he's supposed to do. So he knows who he is. The beast already knows who he is, right? And he knows who you are. More important, and that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. In Amen, we trust. Amen, we thank. And in Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nudim Minkari. This has been American Republic Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 1034. Uh, Men Radio. Subscribe to High and Mighty Talks. Subscribe to the Ethnic American Channel with Sister Ann Robbins. And subscribe to Mental Patreon. Good night. <laughs>
These are the words that I manifest. I manifest. For the words I manifest, they will scold you and mold you. Well, I impress upon you the fact that I use my tact that rhyming for climbing until will I attract that girl you're with. I got a sincere quality. I give her all of me, cause you're too small to be trying to rip. So let me uplift and shift my gift. Let's go to the fullest capacity. I got tenacity because I have to be the brother who must live and give with much insight and foresight to ignite, excite and delight. And you might gain from it or feel pain from it because I'm ultimate and I'm about to let off. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, truth with proof. So won't you throw a hand in the air? Put up a peace sign and please find it. So we're feeling good, we should, we could, we would. Stop. Think for a moment, okay? And then wait. Well, I can say that we must do away. With all the stress and the strife, so God bless your life. Use kindness and never blindness. And you will find that this perspective is best. Check it out. These are the words that I manifest. I'm at the best. Words that I'm down on. 